Welcome to the Racing and Sports in the Office Review podcast. That was the closing stages of last Thursday at Sandown. Bay Bridge produced clearly the highest rated performance this weekend, Blanks. Yeah, he did. That was a big, big win. So that was um, our twat ratings. Time form with a twist. I think 129 is the... um, the figure, and as the caller says, there are 12 winners of that race, the Brigadier Gerard now for, for Sir Michael Stout, and I tweeted out last week, the last 10 of them have produced six winners and only one horse out of those has run below 110 or below 115. So a few names familiar to us as well, Glass Harmonium, Carlton House, we've seen them here, um, and Workforce was a winner who ended up running second to So You Think in an Eclipse, and Baybridge looks different model to, to Workforce, but... Um, very much in the, the Sir Michael Stout model of improving four-year-old, one four from four, taken along patiently enough, but giving off all the right signals last year. Um, but wowee, that was a big, big return. Mustadaf, the horse he beat, is very, very good. And we know all about Adabe as well. He was clearly rusty. The betting, the betting said Adabe would be rusty, and he was. Um, but he ran well enough. He gave him something to... Something to run down, but um, yeah, he got run all over in the end there, but by a very, very good horse. So, yeah, that's the highest rated horse of the – well, we're being generous with weekend, back to last Thursday. But the um, if we wanted to be strict about weekend, we'd go to Tokyo on Sunday in the, the Japanese derby, the winner cleverly put forward by yourself. Although we don't want to be there. I shouldn't have said that because we don't want to be nah, – No, that's what I get. But, yeah, no, the barrier trial in the guineas paid off. Watching the race, I love when horses, he was at towards the back, not as far back as he had in the guineas, but just racing on his own. There was a clump of three horses in front of him. It's hard watching race in Japan because they go back and forth between the fields so often you've got really no idea. But there was a point when they circled and he was just travelling and looked a good piece of form watching it live. It spits out a good piece of form. The second horse, Equinox, settled behind him in the run, so... You could make an argument that he can turn the tables there, but they ran really good time. Really good time, right? Yeah, the Times guys are going to go bananas when they look back at this fastest derby we've got on record. Yeah, it might be ever. Might be ever, yeah. And however you cut and slice a fast time like that, it's going to look very good. So 124 for him, which puts him up the top end of Japanese derbies. Not the top, obviously, but interesting to see him press on towards a race like the Ark, no doubt. So it outrated the Queensland derby. Just. Just. I was looking at it, actually. The 
place getters last 10 years, so now 11 years, we can add this year's in, 11 years worth of Japanese derbies. Hitotsu as a good derby winner down here, we, you know, in the Sydney, mm. Melbourne derby, like Queensland, SA derby, forget about it. Our good derbies, I think his figure, I think only two horses have been placed in 11 years of Japanese derbies that have been as low as Hitotsu. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? That's where they're at. I mean, they're, um, they're playing for real. Playing for real, but you mentioned it earlier, it's not like that horse is going to go to France and just win either. No, there's some other very real yeah. horses over there. We'll get a little, oh, we've got a, an Australian Oaks winner mm. heading that way. She seems to have settled into Shanti nicely. Jeez, mm. I hope she goes well. Francis Henri Graffard should put lengths on her. Imagine if he does. <laughs> I mean, if she gets back to that Melbourne Cup rating, well. Yeah, she's, she'll run well. Deserves to be there. Yeah. I'm sure no one disputes that. The biggest flop. Jeez, we had... Hotly contested heat. Jeez, we had a selection and we're going to be biased with a few of these because... No, I think we're being very... I mean, we want to give it to him, but we're being fair. It mm. is Zaki. It is Zaki. Honourable mentions to Hungry Heart who Awful. ran... <laughs> terrible. Although, at least with her, I can come up with a reason. I mean, Zaki's, Zaki's well positioned in that race relative to the opposite. Like, he's run a proper stink bomb. Well, we gave him the biggest flop for his win. In the Hollandale, you're away. But yeah, I probably would have stopped you doing that. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> here we are. Just looking at it, so it's only the third time since winning the Hollandale Stakes two years ago that he hasn't run better than 120. During that time, he's had 12 starts for eight wins. He ran 119 in the Hollandale Stakes recently. So that was the other time. And then when he ran behind Probabil that day, they're the only three times he hasn't run above 120. So he dipped last start and then he dipped even further on the weekend. Mm. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's a very worthy winner of the, the flop of the week, especially when you consider profile and odds. Yeah, oh, horrendous. Spin all that together. As I said, Hungry Heart was awful, but it was – they absolutely crawled. It's mm. a sit and sprint and so it becomes a battle of speed and she hasn't got any. She's a stayer. So, you know, that all ended up turning into a speedy mile and she wants a mile and a half. So she was woeful, but it's not really her scenario. Prince of Boom, Startantes, woeful. Mm. Entrevier, mm. woeful. There were some woeful runs. Was it Farm of Old, Demons? Did any favourite run well? Soxagon was probably technically favourite. Well, we made him favourite. Yep. And he jumped favourite. Subscribers. Subscribers. <laughs> but an interesting day's racing in that sense. Yeah, I mean, Always all the group ones were down. Mm. Really, to be completely honest, they were. I think the Derby needs the Oaks before it again. It needs um, not the you know the Derby winners are a nice horse and he's got upside and, and what a ride, you, well, great ride. And we, you know, he's coming off those slowly run races. He finally got into a strongly run race and got a you know we got a chance to see what's there. And he's quite good, although he still sits on the low side for a Queensland Derby winner. And I think that that Derby is lacking the spice of the Oaks winner. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Because they've chopped and changed it to try and fit in with the Q22. But I think, no, I think it needs the Oaks winner to to give. That derby always had the Oaks winner, which was kind of its, it was really the only derby like that. It was, had its thing. Mm. I think it um, it just lacked depth on Saturday, really. Yeah, there wasn't. When but you throw in an Oaks winner and a good, on the backup and a good Oaks winner and all of a sudden, yeah, no, it's all right. It's interesting derby. Um, and then, yeah, Zaki flops in what was essentially a um, Wagga Cup away from him. 
that'd be fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, that's a dollar twenty-five. Hawaii Tour is around one hundred and sixteen. That's not a Group One rating, but it's a good rating. Mm. And he's a he's still promising. It was nice to see Maximal do something. Yeah, finally. Maybe he's just he would have thought maybe he wanted a dry track. Maybe that Baid is good. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's some there's enough promise there. As I said, there's enough promise in the Derby winner. The the Kingsford Smith. Interesting stat. I can give you on the Kingsford oh, yeah. Smith. Hit, hit me with that. Hit me with that. So now only four <laughs> favourites have won it in the last. Well, we're thrown in this year, so twenty-one years. The fifth favourite has won the race the most. And Apache Chase joined that list on the weekend. He became the sixth during that 21-year period. What the hell does that mean? Write that down for next year so we can do history says back the fifth thing. <laughs> Bizarre. It, that race I mean, has been down in its new format as well. So the last 10 years of that race, which was the former BTC Cup, the in my list here of 10, the three lowest on that list, the Bostonian Apache Chase Vega 1, are the last three runnings. And the two at the top of the list, Seesire and, and Your Song, are the first of those that 10-year set. Why has it dropped away? I don't know. No real reason. But I almost had to pick you up off the floor, though, when 11-11 started looming up. <laughs> I know. You get a good shove for it, and I'd be very dismissive. But I remain dismissive yeah. of the whole form. I don't know. Here's the question. Was it better than the... Was the Kingsford Smith better than the handicap, the BTC Cup? Socks are gone, won it. Would Alligator Blood have just about won the Kingsford Smith? I and think is that the better form for the Stradbroke? There you go, three questions, answer. <laughs> well, I think Alligator Blood rated higher, wouldn't he? Yeah, Socks are gone. I've got Socks are gone 115, Apache Chase 117. And Alligator 118. He's right there. So, I mean, I don't. that form sort of mixes together. I don't think there's, don't think there's much How between good? them because of those horses who were a bit better than that. In the like, Paul Laley was back to more typical Paul Laley. I've got a whole niggle. I think the Arrowfield and that it's like Marzu's one twenty two in the book. I don't know about that. A bit thin. Yeah, I reckon he's. This is obviously not. This is not official. This is Simon Dinopolis vibes. I reckon he's one seventeen, one eighteen. He's not better than that. Well, I we'll mean, find out. Our sprint ranks need some. Um, they need a freshen up. That's for sure and certain. And we didn't see it here. We didn't see a um, good as Apache Chase is and you know, he's a he's a very good horse and yeah, so Soxagon, they're good horses, but this isn't the top of the sprinting tree. And I don't think You're saying the archer form's not the top. It's good form. Good form. They would have been how happy were they? Yeah, oh like, good on awesome. them. That was a good race actually, the Archer, and yeah, they got it nicely advertised here. But um Yeah, with Nature Strip abroad and home affairs finished. And you, you're saying Marzu's a myth. Well, all of a sudden. He might be a myth, but he might be able to out-myth them. <laughs> like 118, we were saying it in the, I think, a couple of preview shows, 116 seems to be the number winning Group 1 sprints now, and we would typically see it sort of low 120s, if not mid-120s. And if Marzu's 118, he's still probably top of the tree anyway. Yeah. Oh, look, we, we certainly, um, if we want to keep strutting around the world, sticking our chest out and saying we're the land of sprinters, we should start producing some, that's for sure. The hard thing about all of it, we're two weeks from the Stradbroke. I legitimately have no idea after Saturday when you usually would have a nice sort of feel or a vibe as to who you think is favourite in your mind. I've got no idea who starts favourite I was going to say, that. it looks hugely competitive, but who is, who is sort of the, um, who's the headline act? 
I've stuffed blanks up here. Usually we have the screen up, but the screen's not working for him, so he can't see it. But the favourite's Ayrton at the moment, $7. Apache oh. Chase, 9 Okay, yeah, yeah. Alligator Blood, 11 11 11 11 11 11 Isotope, 15 Polelli, I think he's done. He's 15 Private Eye, Rothfire, Soxagon, Lords of Indices. Rothfire ran a better race. In yeah. fact, it was a the um, the Queenslanders sort of sort getting back bit. on track, Alligator Blood and Rothfire. That's sort of their last two big names up there, if you like, and both of them were on um, recovery missions and did a reasonable job, two of them. So, I mean, that's a Stradbroke you could get around. Alligator Blood, blood running at Rothfire. Oh, how good. How good's gay, by the way. Just runs up and on our numbers, runs as well as Van Dyke had him going, which is pretty remarkable given he had that sort of period there where he wasn't where he thought he would be. Speaking of big names, Taylor Pendrith and the award winner. High profile Pendrith winner this week. We love those. And we've he's um fallen foul of this award in the past. He Hugh, has Hugh Bowman. But he um well he gets it it's one of those ones again where there's a there's a standout but there's a he's um he's there for a full depth of work as well as peak, he um, he gets it for Lavilli mm. first, and that to me looks like the uh, the roses got pushed back a week, and we're a seven day back up to the Oaks. So um, she was left with plenty to do. Yep. Um, but ran well, and with you know, I'm not sure how much of that form turns around in seven days for the Oaks, or what else there could possibly be. Is there a Kiwi onslaught coming? Well, there is a living, breathing moral in it. And it's not her? No. I don't think you can possibly get enough on Gypsy Goddess this weekend. She drew 22. I love it. They're going to go forward now. And, yeah, I think this is as good as ever. Oh, Glint of Hope goes up there. Mm. Yeah, okay. It's an interesting race. Lavilli, $19 in the Oaks on the weekend. Huey jumps off or kicked off? Well, surely that was too interesting. You know what's interesting? So we give him the award for Lavilli on the weekend. And he's jumped off Lavilli to ride the last horse he won the Taylor Penrith Award on, Honey Creeper. Ah, she creeps north. She creeps north. It's a good Oaks, That's actually. actually. not a bad Oaks. Yeah, it's Tell good. you what, the winner would look good in a derby. The other one, I mean, he should get special mention. Berterbeck in that slowly run race. Like, What are you doing? Hopeless. He did ride 11-11 as well. Who was, you know, in the end, the race chops up a bit. Apache Chase, he could probably get him. I wish he did. Yeah, well... I mean, Hugh, he's had a day out. You call him Sleepy Hugh. Well, he's just won himself. A s- it's nice to give him one for a ride that didn't win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Honey Creeper one was a bit of a hard sell, but it was. And the Colin Morikara Award, we head to Sydney. Couldn't find one in Brisbane? Or this was just better? Yeah, these were just too, on the numbers, these were just too good. So, Kathy gets, I mean, can we give out two? We can give out two. Yeah, we can t- our podcast will do what we want. Kathy gets Art Cadeau to run a screamer and he couldn't go an inch better than that. Mm. So um, you know, he's spaced them and that's by virtue of there being a strong pace up front and, and she's put him in the absolute A1, which just happened to be at the absolute tail of the field because they did too much up front. So, yeah, perfect, perfect ride. Opportunistic, was she just there because that's where he was going to be and that just turned out to be the, the best place or... We'll give Kath the benefit of the doubt there. She's flushed. Or is that a pacing masterclass? Anyway, the ride has, um, as I said, 
couldn't ignore how um, pitch perfect that was. And the other one, there's another one, it's Keegan Latham on Owen County. And the interesting thing about that, I suppose, is that Owen County, I would assume, wins this race. And this race, the 1400 at Ramwick, is often head-to-head now with the size form in mm. Brisbane. This, this is the new exciting horse going to the, the Atkins against the, you know, to shake things up with the, the size horses up in Brisbane. And that was a strongly run size. I wouldn't say a bad size. Mm. But I, at the same time, I think you'd, you would be, you'd cast your gaze around. Yeah, I think all the form sort of ties in pretty well. So Owen County ran in the Clarendon and Hawkesbury. Basquet was in that race who won at Doombin yesterday. And then Green Shadows ran fourth in that race at Hawkesbury, went to the line with Owen County and Green Shadows ran fifth in the size on the weekend and wasn't really given much chance selling back last. So I think all that form does tie in. It looked a good form race on paper at Hawkesbury and I think it's worked out that way. Then you've got Political Debate, who is the current favourite. I'm not exactly sold, to be honest. I suppose the the horse that won the champagne was bang there in the size... And I get that people would look at that and think he'll turn, he'll be better. Mm. But favourite? Um, on the fence. Then you've got Sheeza Belter who isn't nominated but by all reports will run. She sh- you would assume, yeah. So she, speaking of form tie-ins, she's, um, do you want to mention she's a nice shove for the, the good Perth filly, Amelia's Jewel? Mm. They never raced though. Didn't she beat the same horse who then yeah, – there is form tie in there. I yeah, know. she was top of the tree before she left and then Miller's things sort of burst onto the scene and not really sure how good she is. Simon Miller's filly. Mm. Very is the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a top filly in the country? She's pretty close. Oh, no, 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 hang on. Whoa, whoa. No, no, not even close. Yeah, thank you. That's what I Sorry. mean. Everyone needs to calm down. No, 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 she's pretty close to the next bubble. Two, the only two good two-year-olds we have are fillies. Mm which is the Fireburn and she's extreme and then there's just an enormous chasm where a, a whole bunch of good horses are supposed to be and aren't, mm. which I think might have something to do with the weather, but I did expect to see more answers from firstly the champagne, although, of course, the weather's got involved there as well, and then the size in Brisbane. I think we probably didn't really get answers from the size, so now we're going on to the – we move on two more weeks into the Atkins and, and hope again for more answers, but – I suppose the fact that we're giving Keegan Latham this award for Owen County says that he's run into the low hundreds at Ramwick, but Keegan's given him a beautiful ride. Mm. No better than that. So he shouldn't be able to win an Atkins. This is what we're trying to say, I suppose, when we give these awards out, is that this is a horse that's had things go very well. The hard thing for Owen County, I think, is it's not like for like. Like he's going to go from a heavy track to rattling. It'll rain. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter up there. So it's going to be rattling for the Jay Atkins, which is very different. But he gets to the mile and they've been holding him back, waiting for it. Had the blinkers on there on the weekend. He's a nice horse. Yeah, he fits in there somewhere, but he'll probably find something to beat him. You'd think. Mm. We'd certainly hope. Because that's what we need something to, as I said, fill that chasm. Well, Moody was so bullish with his horse and I thought it ran out of its skin getting beat, Brereton. Mm. Like, I don't think it's much good. But Moody was declaring certainly the best run of its career, and it was a thousand to fourteen hundred. Yeah, so it's had its first look over further than a thousand and run much better. Like Mm. I think he's now better judged on that than all the rest of his form. The rest of his because of that change, there's a pretty easy case to make for forget the thousand form. That's him, and that's quite yeah. As you said, it's quite good. Mm. 
But this was, again, the size was strongly run, so I'm thinking it's a very honest, true piece of form. They had their chance to run big ratings, and this was them. But, I mean, but it is the Atkins form. Who are you giving more, I guess, of a positive to? The winner or the horse running second sticking on, given the tempo? Um, that's a sticky one because on the day, the second horse actually probably I'm giving more credit to. A little, little bit of cred to the, the second horse, but for the future, probably not. Does yeah. that make sense? It's like, a, yeah, okay, assessing that race straight off the bat, the second horse is, is probably, if anything, a little bit better than the result but I don't think will be in two weeks. It's not I don't think. But that's just nothing scientific about that. That's just what I reckon. Get ready. It's time for Around the Grounds. Continues. Your favourite segment. <laughs> well, we don't really – I mean, we've already sort of laboured on now about Brisbane, but Huaytor was slightly the, the best time on that card. But as I said, it was a um, a good card, but slightly underwhelming at the absolute top end. So – I think he ran a speed figure about 109. They were finishing quickly, so it's good form for what it is. 116 is his time form rating, Huaytor. A bit slower than that, but as I said, finishing quickly. But he's the best figure on the Dooman card. I think I don't think many people would disagree. No. <laughs> no, happy to. Uh, Play on. Down to Sydney, much of a muchness sort of meeting in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Owen County was probably the horse to follow, like the most interesting winner, if you like. Um, but the best time was Surreal Step. Mm. But then we're not really going anywhere with that, are we? I wouldn't think so. No, neither would I. The Andermatt thing's interesting, though, is the – what is he now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's does he fit the – I thought he was one of those ones off that really heavy track that could just take it elsewhere, but maybe not. I got a, The going, again, was like – uh, 180. Jesus. So that's saying you'd need where our estimate is that to run to the racing and sports standard, you would need to be a horse rated 180. So that's how fast you'd have to be to offset how slow that ground was, which is um. You'd have Frankel covered. Yep, you'd just be putting 30 pounds on Frankel. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's still it hasn't so dried out at all. No, no, that no. was um. So it's still um. It's a swamp. It's murky form. It's murky form. Um, Adelaide Murray Bridge Karakatsu He's always been a good horse actually um, Probably looked like he might have lost his way He came through that Tobin Bronze Which was the old Euclase Which You had about three winners of Yeah One of the great races And it's actually worked out It was a slow messy race But it's probably a nice Advertisement for the um, The value of slow races Because it's produced Three good winners already And Karakatsu was the best winner At Murray Bridge On Saturday uh, Melbourne, Sir Davy brutally ran down the mighty Visionari and broke your heart in the race of the day. So Karakatsu can be advertising the qualities of slow run races. Sir Davy can advertise the qualities of Kieran Maher and David Eustace. Horses just keep spiralling. He's winning and stepping up and stepping up and stepping up, and it's troublesome for ratings guys because um, we can't keep up. Mm. Just keep improving. Good. Good, good stable. And then best time anywhere in the country is in the West. So we roll over to the West for the best speed figure on Saturday. God has chosen. Mm. Uncle Lindsay. Uncle Lindsay. This is a good horse. Yeah, this is your railway favourite. 
I would assume, after the weekend. Those markets will be horrendous this far out. Looking at it, back from the mile to 1,400, he's got back. He's ran down Red Cam Man. That form obviously ties in with Elite Street. Red Cam Man's a solid line horse. So he runs 114. He ran 106 before that. He's gone 94, 99, 106, 114. So a nice upward trajectory. Great winning profile. And imagine all roads lead to the railway. Nice horse. If not, he'll bring him over. Like 114 over there, generally, would translate to him coming over and being competitive, given I doubt we've seen the best of him. Oh, he's oh he's competitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a very good horse. As I said, best. it's um, a triple group one day in Brisbane and the best figure comes over in Perth. And you, you see from the bottom of the weights anyway, you see railways won by lesser performances than that. Well, no, or on par. Let's say on par. Let's not go... Let's not go nuts. But that sort of performance can win you a railway from the bottom of the handicap and why doesn't he keep improving? As you said, keeps winning. Yeah. He's won 14 in May. Like, if yeah. he's won 20 by the end of the year. You'd be surprised if he's not. Given, I think, he'll be better at a mile as well. Lindsay so. missed a trick not bringing that to the bull. They, he obviously is owned over there because he didn't. he's brought most of them over, but he's left this one there. Well, I see he started off life. In Albany for Neil Lee. It might be a case of... Um, you should have seen it's two wins at Albany. My God. We get told off by the resident West Australian in here that it's Albany. <laughs> I should correct <laughs> And lastly... That is just so exciting! Where are we heading this week? We're heading to provincial France. Got them all covered. Bray's sky. Well, uh, last couple of weeks you've said, give me a European black booker, and I haven't bothered. Yeah, you've just ignored me. Yeah. So I thought I better um I better go hunt something down. So I did. This Bray Sky for the brother's body, Sp- Alessandro and Giuseppe. Spell it out so everyone can add it to ah, the black yeah, book. We want to add it to the black book. Bray's is B R E I Z H Sky. Two words. Traditional spelling of Sky. All free racing and sports black book as well. Sure is. Uh, he ran in a let's say novice, unraced horses two year old. That's where you want to go hunting, isn't it? Unraced two-year-olds, unseen. He absolutely panelled them. He ran five lengths quicker than the Phillies heat 40 minutes later. He did it all in the last 600. So he's one cartwheeling away from them. He's run 35-5 home. Nothing else has been able to break 36. Most of them haven't been able to break 37. So he's zinging. And I I look at the timing of this and I think he's um, he's the best two-year-old in France at the moment. He couldn't possibly be popular. No. He's by Pedro the Great. Do you remember Pedro the Great? It wasn't so great. <laughs> <laughs> and as a sire, he hasn't um, he hasn't had a lot of success yet. And this was picked up for ten grand, I think. So we we found one that's unfashionable, which is perfectly fine by me. As I said, for the brothers' body, they know what they're doing. He's gone like a rocket, and I assume he's straight to group races. That's where he'd be going if I had him. I could just about afford him. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume. That he will go to um, the good twelve hundred meter race. So there's Deauville is the big carnival over the summer. So that's where you've got the Pre Morny and the, um, the Calvados and a few other races like that. I think he can go earlier than that. And go to Chanty. There's like a little two hit group section there as well. The Pre Dubois and the Pre Robert Papin. Actually, the Robert Papin is stacked with good winners. Go to the first one would be my suggestion, and we might be able to get a bit out of him there. Perfect.